welcome back to the spiritual sessions with me Rachel Fowler Keane and today we're going to talk a little bit about soul groups. So it is my understanding based on what my spirit guides have shown me over the years that every one of us has a group of souls that we're spiritually connected to just that little bit more than we are connected with a collective consciousness which is everybody in existence. This is a group that we're meant to connect with in both the spirit world, in life between lives, and here, by choice, in physical form. So the group could be you, and one other person, several people, or a much greater number. Our spirit guides are also part of our soul group, and we agree to connect and enable each other to learn a lesson or many lessons, depending on how long we've arranged to be in each other's lifetime. This is why some people are only fleetingly but intensely involved in their lives, then move on. Also explains why sometimes that can be quite intensely painful when a very brightly burning but short-lived relationship, be it platonic or romantic, ends. People from our soul group come into our lives at seemingly random times, but in fact these meetings were prearranged between us in spirit before we came here. We all wish to have similar spiritual evolutionary intentions, goals and experiences and work together within each group to help each other meet those things. Like a company of touring actors who play different parts in different plays, the actors remain the same but the roles are different each time. Have you ever experienced role reversal feelings like you're the parent despite being the child? (laughs) This is often why we feel these things. We are remembering a different lifetime, a different role on some cellular memory level. And maybe, I've experienced this, maybe you felt a connection or a pull at the solar plexus just below the ribcage or your heart chakra when you meet someone for the first time or a feeling like you've known them forever. An instant rapport. Even the use of the internet has brought soul groups together. So feeling a connection with someone on the other side of the world we've never met is not so strange. However, meeting someone on the same path is not quite the same as meeting someone in your soul group. There is a difference in the intensity of feeling. Some soul groups work together on similar goals for a time, collaborating on big spiritual shifts or global events that need great amounts of healing energy. So how do we recognise someone from our soul group? Well, another soul group member speaks the same language spiritually. It's their energy we recognise, not their appearance, because we have similar spiritual goals and purpose to achieve in this lifetime. True soul recognition. You feel like you met somewhere before, but no you didn't. You could find yourself finishing each other's sentences or having the same ideas at the same time on the same subject out of the blue. Verbal or other forms of communication often overlap. Quite often you'll feel a pull towards that person which surpasses any emotional connection you could possibly have built up in the short time you've known them. You have an awareness when you're around this person that you're going through something important together that will make you even more spiritually aware when that journey comes to an end. Do you recognise anyone in your life now or in the past who belongs to your soul group? Think about those people who've created these feelings in you. And even if they're no longer in your life today, think about what knowing them this time around taught you. Whether we have good or bad experience with them doesn't matter. The purpose in meeting them at all does. 
there's great value in all of the experience you all have had as a result of knowing each other again in this lifetime. And on the same subject, our spirit guides and our soulmates are always part of our soul group too. The word soulmate is often misused these days to describe romantic lovers destined to be reunited from a place between lives or a past life in a loving relationship. But in fact, a true soulmate can be anyone. A friend, relative, co-worker, teacher. It describes a deep spiritual connection on any of the levels of love, including that of family, friendship, a similar spiritual purpose to achieve as well as romance. The usual soulmate is used to describe an ultra-compatible partner in a conventional sense, but no doubt different people would have their own idea of what would constitute a soulmate relationship. But I've come to understand the following. Upon meeting for the first time, as we mentioned, there is some kind of physical body reaction, usually in the solar plexus or the heart chakra. There's a recognition of this person on some level. And there's a deep spiritual understanding between two people. A spirituality, a commitment to allow and even actively encourage spiritual growth. Accepting broadening horizons and personal change, even where this might result in moving apart. A deep and permanent bond of love is formed. No matter what kind of love, and this persists even when the soulmates go off in different directions or never see each other again in the present lifetime. The bond remains and transcends individual lifetimes. Soulmates are destined to meet again and again in many of their different incarnations and the spirit world in between lives. And this is all by choice. There are a number of soulmates that we could encounter in each life if we agreed to it before coming to this lifetime. Each may have different purpose. And such a bond can exist between people who would appear only to be a distant acquaintance in one particular lifetime. But this bond has no limits in the degree of closeness attainable. Closeness can be spiritual, astral and or physical, involving anything from brief, simple contact to physical love. In the case of brief contacts or distant acquaintances, the connection at soul level would still be constant and unbroken. So in the place between lives, the bond formed is at a level that transcends individual lifetimes. It places no restrictions upon gender. When a soulmate relationship is fully developed in a lifetime, it becomes one of mutual spiritual development, progress, even healing, providing inspiration for other people too. So a true spiritual soulmate could put an appearance in as your mum, brother, best friend, teacher, even someone who turns out to be a catalyst for life-changing growth by irritating the hell out of you <laughs> in any lifetime. Only when we return to our eternal selves in the place between lives do we get full recall of our intended purpose and we can assess how it all went. It can be quite a mind-blowing concept when we think about it, right? But it also explains why some people that can have caused us great pain but have taught us great lessons have crossed our paths. Now, our spirit guides are also part of the soul group. They have to be because how else could we trust someone with such an important job if we hadn't had various life experiences with them. So our spirit guides are in fact our dear friends, without fail, who we know very well, who we love and recognise when we're back in spirit form in the place between lives. So just think how much we trust this friend back home to entrust them with such an important task. We have guides because we ask them to be there for us, or because they offered, as a great friend does, to be our guide before we left the world of spirit to come here on our life journey. We embarked on our journey to this life, safe in the knowledge that someone was watching our back. So why don't we remember this friendship while we're here? 
because that would be like cheating on an exam. We don't remember the world of spirit and we don't remember our soul friends because we aren't supposed to start out with all the answers to life's mysteries. We won't learn what we set out to if we remembered the wonderful place of peace we left behind briefly. We can have glimpses if we're lucky, but no complete recollection of the spirit world is allowed if we are to achieve our life lesson. Our lifetime here will fly past in the blink of an eye to our guides and to our loved ones on the other side that we might be missing. This is why offering to be our guide is no hardship for someone in our soul group at all. We in turn can and will do the same for them if and when they decide to come here for a lifetime or training session in boot camp because after all this is what life is, boot camp. We are here to learn and within that is a myriad of experience. There's joy, there's suffering, there are periods where we might not feel much at all but it's all experience, it's all evolution. So, thank you for listening to me ramble. <laughs> Maybe this has made some sense to you. Maybe this could have explained to you why some of your interactions with certain people in this lifetime have gone the way they've gone or they feel so deep. I know that I felt something incredibly powerful when I met my husband. I felt a real pull in my solar plexus and my heart that told me he was going to be important. And nearly 30 years later, yes, I can say that's definitely been proven. <laughs> so thank you for listening. I hope this has been informative and useful. And until next time, take care and more power to you. Thank you.